Hello everyone. Hello Sean. How are y'all doing today? Hey guys. Hey Chris. Welcome to this podcast does not have a name, episode 40 for July 27th, 2022. Hope you're all doing well since the last episode. So I guess we can start as we always do, Chris. What have you been up to recently? What have I been up to? Nothing. Not but whole bunch of nothing. Yeah, I was wanting to get stuff done on my week off, but I woke up two or three times during the week to try and get stuff done, like a few hours earlier than normal. And as soon as I was done eating breakfast, I passed out for like two hours and woke up at my normal time. I just couldn't wake up. This night shift is killing me. <laughs> it's not good when I try to get stuff done during the day and can't stay awake. I've got time off, so I didn't get anything that I need to get done. Done. So there's that. <sighs> yeah, that's that's unfortunate. Like I know your body eventually gets used to it, but the way our brains and a lot of other brains on this planet, like animal brains, are programmed, are you know, we're we're designed to go to sleep when the sun's down and wake up when the sun is up. That's just the way we are, you know. So. Again, you can kind of work around that, but only to a certain degree. Like, your body will never truly 100% get used to it. So, it's unfortunate. It pops up for you from time to time, it sounds like. Yeah, well, it's the way it is. So, so yeah. Hooray. Um, but let's see. Hooray. What have I been doing? I picked up... I haven't started it yet, but I picked up a Live A, or live, a live. Live A Live. However, you want to see that title. Live alive, live alive. Whatever. I think it's. I think it's supposed to be a play on words like live, alive. Yeah, sense. I I understand that, but like that there's two words in the English language that are spelt exactly the same but said differently and mean different things. It's fucking stupid. <laughs> uh, so I don't know much about this game. What I do know is that originally it was a SNES. Uh, japan only game mm -hmm. and i know it takes place over like there's seven different stories that take place over different time periods i think like two take place in present day one takes place in the future and all the rest take place in the various parts of the past so and i'm not sure if they they share a theme but there's also like an overworld where you're just like a businessman like walking around and that's how like you initiate one of the seven stories kind of like in present day that's that's all I really know. I know it's it's kind of there's some RPG elements, but it's not made to be a difficult game. It's more so, it's more so made for the story more than anything else. That's all I know. Uh, there's there's a YouTube gaming channel I watch from time to time. It's called Et, uh, SNES Drunk, and he mm. discovers some obscure games like this. And that's how I knew about this game like a year or two ago. I'm like, oh, that looks pretty interesting. Uh, uh, pretty interesting. And he said it was a really good game. And he says he like he really uh, that's. Again, that's how I know because he said he really put heavy emphasis in the fact that this is not like it's supposed to be like a challenging game, but more so for the story. So yeah, it's kind of cool that they remade it for the Switch. Apparently, yeah, they ported it to that. I think it's the only platform it's on right now, which is disappointing, I guess. Uh, but I've seen some people play through it and it looks it looks good. I just need to put time into it because I've been playing Dragon Quest Builders two again. And I've gotten to a part where I guess it's a story bit in the game. You get like sent to a prison and have to try and, I guess, break your way out of prison. 
So I'm almost done that part so I can finally get back to the islands and start building what I want. Oh, there's actually a plot to that game aside from the opening. It, okay, I did not know that. When, when he says like Minecraft, I was expecting, okay, well, yeah, there's, there's going to be an opening because I watched you play through the opening. And then yeah. I'm like, oh, I, I didn't realize it still has like a plot like, an, like a regular RPG. I thought it was just like open world well, game at that point. Not really. Each Kind of like Dragon Quest Builders 1, each island has its own like mini story that goes on, which gives you the the progression you need to get through like different things like what happened what has happened to the world or why you have to rebuild and that gives you you know your quest to go on and figure out how to do build different types of buildings and different stuff uh inside those buildings so there is like a bit of progression like way more than there will ever be in minecraft but it does have a bit of that but this one specifically for Dragon Quest Builders 2 is that the thing after I think it takes place after Dragon Quest 2 and before 3 could be wrong but the children of Hagroth Hagarn whatever the villain monster was in one of those games is trying to prevent humans from building but they also need humans to build stuff for them so there's this clashing ideas between the two of them as they don't want humans to build for themselves only for the monsters and only when they see fit for it to happen but the builder's like no we should build for everything and you know yeah so this is big clashing idea like the first island was how to build a farm and how to do all this and then a boss monster appears and you defeat it and the island saved i guess when you go on to the next one so we've been captured after the second island to go to some prison island because you've been naughty and started building again and it's not much of a plot but this is the most heavy base plot of the game where you're basically not allowed to build anything and you're just trying to figure out how to escape from prison so but i'm expecting after that for it to go back to its normal thing of build up this island now fight the boss creature now you're saved I don't know if we'll ever fight Hagroth or Hagarn. I'm pretty sure I know who it is because the game isn't exactly very, how do you say, uh, subtle. Forthcoming. Yeah, like it's clear who your partner is in the game, but the game, but everyone in the game's like, I don't understand what's going on, or why does this guy, why does he keep hearing voices in his head? Although the main character also hears voices in his head too, so <laughs> both like from the light and I guess the light and good side of morality or of what they actually are, because your partner is spoilers the fucking demon prince or demon king or reborn or whatever, and he's gone missing for some reason. <laughs> are you talking about from the first game? No, from this one. Oh, well, I have no idea who that is, so it's no spoilers for me. You've seen him. He follows you around everywhere. <laughs> I have no idea who you're talking about. I really don't, but anyways, keep going. But yeah, it's... It's alright. Like, I'm almost done this island part, and then I can finally go back to building up. I was warned about this in another podcast, that there'd be a part in the game where you'd be, like, taken away from everything in the game to go do something else that's isn't the normal gameplay route so 
And I think that's what two, about two thirds of the way through the game, I think. But probably have like one or two more main islands to do. So I just want to get back to my main island so I can start building up again. I just started doing that again and then they took me away from it. So yeah, we'll see how it continues on. It's what else have I have I been doing? Oh, I watched uh a good movie this weekend. Or this week. I watched uh, Beavis and Butthead do the universe. And how's that? <laughs> it was really good. If was you it like really? okay. if you like Beavis and Butthead, this was a good movie. I don't know if you like Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> I, I don't know because like I everything I've seen has been on YouTube, so Yeah. I know I know that's uh well, I forget his name now. The Mike person Judge. Who made King, thank you. The person who made King of the Hill, Mike Judge. That was his first animation. And that's where the Hank Hill voice came from, from their neighbor. Oh, the Bobby. Neighbor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's like, Beavis and Butthead's like one old neighbor in the original show. Mm -hmm. But yeah, this the new movie's on Paramount Plus and Beavis and Butthead go to space. And that's only like, I think the movie's about an hour and a half long. I think the space bit in that is maybe half hour, and the other hour is the rest of the movie, and kind of leading into why Beavis and Butthead are in the modern day, in the new TV series. Oh, are they? Okay. Yeah. Huh. It's it's pretty good. I think they got the frozen or something. Right? Sorry. They got frozen. No. No. Okay. No. No. no the, it's, something it's... With, with time travel and space about. Speed of light or something? Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and wormholes and yeah. Um whole movie just like the last one and kind of like most of the other TV's uh shows are about them trying to get laid. <laughs> and that's why they go to space, is because they think they're gonna get laid in space. <laughs> By space aliens, <laughs> I take it? No, no, it's not that simple. Or not okay. that I mean it's a lot more simpler than that. It's just really dumb how they get how they in classic views of its style take what people are saying and turn it into something else. <laughs> but it is good. I think the movie is pretty great. It's Yeah, it's if anyone likes Beavis and Butthead, this one's worth worth checking out. I don't think you'll be disappointed. Unless if you didn't like the last movie or anything like that. They kind of retconned the uh, last Beavis and Butthead series as well. Did so they? there's one done after the original. Done in like, I think what, late, late uh, 2000? 2000s? Something like that. I don't remember exactly when. But since this series, this movie takes place like pretty much where the last where the original series ended, like back in like 90 whatever, then there's the time jump to now with whatever happens in the movie. So everything that happened in that old, in that second ser season or second series didn't happen. So I don't know why they're retconning it or what. I never watched that original series, so I don't know if it's actually a retcon or not. But yeah, it's good. And you get to find out you get to meet like all these other beefs and buttheads from different universes. Beefs oh, and really? butthead oh. multiverse. <laughs> the uh, 
B&B CU. Yeah, I don't think that uh, that comes off right. <laughs> no, it does not. Beavis and Butthead go to prison. Is it again? Did they go to prison in the first movie? I don't remember. <laughs> but yeah, they go to prison again. Or it's good. I think that was worth, well worth watching. And if it's done this well, like the comedy and the animation, because it's done, looks like it's done a lot of it in classic animation style. And if not, it's done well enough that it looks like it. If it's this well done, I would like to see the new series when it comes out. But I don't have Paramount Plus subscription. So when you say well done, you mean like in terms of the animation? Animation, the comedy, all that just all of it as a whole, it feels like a Beavis and Butthead uh, product. So, okay. At least the team that was working on it and Mike Judge and that they, they haven't lost it, or the new team knows what they're doing. So, it's good. And okay, I don't know what else I've been up to. Just working on my PS2, still trying to get modded and trying to make a list of my games so I know where they are. I thought your PS2 was modded already. It is, but I'm still doing modifications to it. Oh, I see. Okay. So, uh, there's some things I need to figure out for multi-disc games so that I could play my like Final Fantasy games and stuff like that. Like Most of my PlayStation games are multi-disc, so I need to figure out how to do that. Apparently, there might be a way. I get to look into it. Yeah, for PlayStation games, it was a very simple flowchart. Is this game an RPG? No. One disc. Yes? Multiple discs. <laughs> In most cases, yes. There are some multi-disc other games, but mostly RPGs. That's mostly because of the cutscenes. <laughs> cutscenes would take up a ton of disc space. <laughs> like Final Fantasy VII could fit all onto one disc if it wasn't for the cutscenes. <laughs> yeah, the very last disc was like essentially the last dungeon. That was and like all the cutscenes at the end of the game, essentially. Yeah. But you could go around the entire world and talk to everyone again and do all the, do all the side quests you started back in, like, sometimes disc one, <laughs> right? But it's those cutscenes that just took up so much space. You just, you just reminded me of something. Hmm. I, I've been meaning to research this. And I, I, it's like it always randomly pops in my head. I, I've always wondered if Aerith's data for her character are on discs two and three of the original release. I, I want to find out. Because I'm curious about that. Hmm. Not sure. And like and Sephiroth's, Sephiroth's as well, right? Because he plays him briefly during the Nibelheim section. Playing playing is very strong of a word. It's just like it's auto battle. Like well, yeah, it, it is. <laughs> but his data is there as a play as a character. He yeah. does have those techniques that he doesn't use in the fights against you, right? So. I remember someone. I back in the day, someone uh, had a game shark for PlayStation 1, and they show me, like, oh, this is what happens if you have three Sephiroths in your party, and their ending pose is, like, you know, like, yeah. like cutting the air like an X or something. I'm like, oh, this looks very strange. <laughs> you know? I thought the game crashed. Then the game crashed, of course. It, it didn't know how to handle. It didn't know how... He's like, okay, this will only last for one fight, because, like, he's he's done this multiple times before. He's like, enjoy the one fight with three Sephiroths, because the game will not last after this. And, yeah, the game froze. Yeah, so. Game Shark is a good way to get around all that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, good. What else have I been? I think that's pretty much been it. I played a little bit of Lunar, but I didn't get that much 
further in and still going through that yeah i think it's pretty much been it for me that's too much to say just been upset i couldn't get any of the other stuff done so i just cleaned up my place and did other stuff i was supposed to do well i saw <laughs> so. you play uh wwe oh i forgot i even bought that uh, yeah i'm surprised about that it was like 30 bucks off so i was like oh, i'll pick it up or 30 35 percent off the new wwe game which isn't as broken as the last one <laughs> so that year off it um <laughs> i love they, that that's my favorite with the broken gif or whoever that was was giving the thumbs up yes the referee there's definitely uh definitely still some jank in the game but nowhere near as bad as it was before and i think it's good i haven't spent a ton of time in in it but i think it is it is a pretty good wrestling game not the best there's still some issues or things i want to figure out how to do because i still can't do stuff i wanted wanted to do in like since the uh n64 games so i remember in the n64 games i could throw someone on a table go into the ring set up the ladder and jump off the ladder or off the hell in the cell and hit them and i can't seem to figure out how to do some of that stuff because I just want to destroy them and have fun. I know on some sort of fronts, I don't want to claim all of them, but uh, the previous WWE games for the last three years, so 2019 and 18, I, I believe, I believe, have been delisted. Oh, really? In the last couple of days. I yeah. mean, they were broken and garbage. <laughs> so, it's probably yeah, but it best. Still sucks. It, it does suck, but this is the better one if you were to get one of them. Like with the new team that's on it, because weren't they used? Didn't they used to be done by Yukes? Uh, I think I've never played them, so I can't tell you. And I think there might have been another team, but yeah, they. This is the better one out of all those, but it is weird that they would delist them. <laughs> so maybe they just weren't getting sales at all anymore, so they just shut them down. And they've got some stupid, you know. Uh, EA does their whole, like, in my team garbage with all the sports games. Yeah, I, I know some, like, I haven't used it myself, so I'm not 100% familiar with it. But yes, I, I know, like, FIFA like, Ultimate Team or something. Like yeah, that, yes. like the Ultimate Team stuff. WWE has something similar to that as well. Of course it does. Where you make some roster of cards you randomly get out of fucking packs. And there's a button prompt on the controller to send you there automatically instead of you selecting it on the menu screen. Yeah. Oh, um, for some reason, hooking up the, turning on my Switch controller to play, in between menus and or matches in the game that, it will change the control style on the game, on the controller. Just randomly. Oh, you bought it for Switch? No, I bought it on PC. But using my Switch controller on PC, the controls change between menus and in between in and out of gameplay like oh. just randomly it will just change so my grapple button whatever it's supposed to be i think it was on x or a on the switch controller then it moved to b then it was y and then i could pin because those controls change and there was no right control state controls anymore yeah mm. just Strange. constant just all it changed mid fight once for me but then i turned on my 
shut down the game and turn on my PS4 controller and it worked fine. All the controls were different again, but they were what they were supposed to be, so they were never mapped properly on the Switch controller. Even though Steam recognizes it as a Switch controller, it says these are, these are the controls for the Switch controller. WWE game just kept changing them constantly, what the controls were on it. So there's an issue with that. <laughs> but good overall, except for that stupid my team or whatever the fuck it's called, my faction. They could get rid of that garbage. I don't think that needs to be there. Maybe that's why they delisted it, because they want to push everyone to this new game while it's still relevant. And then you buy it, and then, you know, next year a new game comes out, and you have to repurchase all that again. Oh, yeah, they'll definitely try to make this a yearly thing. That's what McMahon wanted once with these games. He was probably disappointed last year they couldn't push one out because mm. of how broken the last one was. They took, like, yeah. a year off, I think. But McMahon yeah. wants the WWE stuff to be recognized as a real sport. Even though it's universally known, it's fake. But yeah, okay. yeah, but yeah, exactly. Okay, but... but he wants it to be treated like that, and he wants games to come out like every single year. I want to be a real boy. <laughs> sure you will, Vince. Sure you will. <laughs> but yeah. except, except from the news story last week, it's not his nose that goes inside, Chris. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's the fuck. It's the sexual assault charges that keep growing. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Because they're all coming out of the woodwork. But yeah, we, we covered that last week on the show already. But yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that's it. Oh, I was. I've been waiting for the uh, Digimon Survive game to come out. I've seen it was originally like I've seen three different dates on it. <laughs> I've seen like the twenty seventh, twenty eighth, and 29th as to when well, no it was supposed to be coming out. It's still not on Steam to buy. It's coming out yeah. like on the, I believe the 29th here. So tomorrow, right? Today no, the 28th? Today's, today's the 27th. 27th. All right, in two days, I think it's supposed to be out officially. And it's still not on Steam for you to pre-purchase or anything hmm. like that. It's supposed to be out on everything on the same day. So when you say it's on Steam, that there's no store listing at all? Yeah, no store, no uh, store listing. There's, I think, one Digimon game on there, which is the Cyber Sleuth Collection. Are you absolutely sure it's coming to PC? Yes. That's what every website it says. Should, it should be on there, you'd think. It's, also, it's an FX Game Store exclusive. I believe I've seen it said it was supposed to be on Steam. I don't see why the Epic would want an exclusivity of a Digimon game. You never know. They could... They could... Remember Metro, I forget the number, 20-something-something? Something. Yeah. They said, oh yeah, we're coming to Steam. And then pre-purchase. Oh, by the way, we're actually going to come on Epic and not Steam. This isn't the first time I've been waiting for a game on Steam, and it not be listed until the day it went on sale on Steam. Oh yeah, for sure. So, <laughs> it's just annoying, because I want to have it loaded up and ready to go, but that was when it was supposed to be out, or when I heard it was supposed to be out on the 27th, because I wanted to play it today. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> In case anyone is wondering, Epic is still doing the ex Epic exclusives. Like, for example, the Evil Dead game is supposed to be a uh, Epic exclusive for at least six months, if not yeah. a year. I think it's I think it's six months for this one specifically. But yeah, they're still doing it. That game just came out like two or three months ago. I, I don't know if many people are playing that game anymore. It, the problem is there's the devs are updating it slowly. They I think they mm. introduced a new map and all that, but like. 
like DB, like they're they're not updating any quicker or slower than DBD gets updated. To be fair, so like, but DBD has like five years of a head start on them. So yeah, yeah. Uh, people are saying once it comes to Steam, it'll be like a, almost like a second relaunch of the game. So people will be playing it. Oh yeah, that's yeah. it'll get its uh, real life on Steam, and we'll see what mm-hmm. the sales look like then, or its second mm-hmm. life on Steam. Uh, you know what's yeah. I I kind of can't wait to see if anyone even tries the beta on uh, on Twitch and that, or if I can get my hands on it. But Dragon Ball Breakers will be coming out in beta form soon for like two days. Yeah, during those they had a trailer with uh, all the uh, times. I believe there's four separate times over the course of a weekend. That's like two days. Yeah, I believe so. Something like that. Yeah. That they'll have like four hours uptime, four down, four hours downtime, four hours uptime, sort of thing. I believe. Yeah. So I want to like see that. what kind of gameplay, or if it's like a free beta that anyone can download and play, or do we have to sub in? But whatever. I want to see if anyone plays that at all, because I probably won't get a chance to play. If it's on the weekend, I work, so I'll just have to rely on Twitch. In that game, would you want to play as a villain or as a escapee or whatever they want to call them? Depends on how it plays. (laughs) Really? Well, what would your first match be as? First match probably is Survivor. Because that's just easier. I don't know how the game works yet, so... (laughs) Right? Mm -hmm. So it depends on on how it works. Well, more likely just be Survivor, because I don't care about killing or and, and stuff like that, so... I seen the trailer and it's so silly that like Bulma can like stun Frieza. Like, how is that even fucking possible? <laughs> you know, it shouldn't be. Like, I know when for she, the, when she can charge him, or ge- when she can, like, she uh, wiggles her butt or something. Yeah, it stuns. I'm like, how? I'm sorry, no. <laughs> I mean, wouldn't no. you be stunned if you seen her, her, her big butt wiggling in front of you? I know I would well, be. That's my favorite part of the new Dragon well, Ball trailers. Just look, just look <laughs> behind your right shoulder, Chris. I think we all know you'd be. <laughs> well, they dropped a new trailer for Dragon Ball movie for the <laughs> new Dragon Ball movie. Yeah, so actually, I got an email from my theater saying, "Hey, we're going to show this in a limited run." And it was only like six days. I counted, mm. so only in theaters for me, at least here for six days. So. Yeah, well, I'll uh, I'll see if I want to go see it because obviously if it's only six days, they're going to release it on a streaming service very shortly thereafter. Else think... they've lost a lot of money if they're only doing it for six days. I theaters, think you know? so. I wonder how soon it'll be on Crunchyroll, or if they're going to put that as up on uh, what do you call it, Funimation site? Because they seem to be sporadic of whether or not stuff goes on there anymore since everything's I'm hitting just... Crunchyroll. Now. Yeah, I'm I'm still I'm still thinking if I want to go watch in theater or just wait because it doesn't look it looks like honestly one of the weaker movies to me from what oh, I've probably. seen. I'm I'm more excited to see like Daddy Gohan and Uncle Piccolo save Pan. I don't care about Goku and Vegeta in this or Cell because he might be the villain in this because Red Ribbon Army. <laughs> but I want to see Piccolo and Gohan finally fucking do something. Because of the nothing they got to do in Dragon Ball Super. Oh, speaking of uh, DBZ, <laughs> DBZ stuff, uh, Mega64 over the last couple of days recently released the Boo Sog in five minutes. I see a lot. Video. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't believe they're still going, but I love Mega64 and their stuff. <laughs> I only know them from this. That's the only videos of them, of, of those people I've seen, is the DBZ in five minutes. So. Oh really? 
Yeah, the, I don't know them for anything else. Did you not see the uh, Mario Brothers in real life when they were dancing, like doing their Mario Brothers skit in front of Nintendo headquarters, and Miyamoto comes out and stares at them like. Oh, that's what that gif is from? Yeah, that's that Mega 64. Oh, the gif of Miyamoto like cranking his head back in weird yeah. disgust. And Link is like running behind him and he sees Miyamoto and like creeps away. Like, whoops. Yeah, that's Mega 64. That's one of my favorite gifts to use on Discord. Yeah, that's that's them. They've been going at this for a long time and <laughs> like their production value has increased, but also not because it's still them making bad cosplay. Uh, cosplays of the characters and making fun of it, but so it still feels like Mega sixty four. But they have a bigger team, bigger, maybe not bigger, but they do have a team of people filming them and stuff. I just can't believe that they were still going. <laughs> yeah, I it popped up on my YouTube recommended feed. I'm like, oh, I remember watching the other ones. <laughs> it's been like years, but I remember watching them. Yeah, I need to watch the other ones. I've seen the Cell Saga one and the Boo one. I don't think I've seen the others. So we want Frieza and, and uh, what the fuck's it called? Saiyan Saga. So, but yeah, that's pretty much been it for me. <laughs> like, I haven't been up to much, but I also have. Like, I didn't get what I want to get done, done, but I get other Never stuff done. seems like you're able to. No, I'm not going to be able to. That yard won't get finished is what I, is what will happen. But yeah, that's it for me. What about you? Uh not very much. Um played on the weekend in like within five hours I played to an indie game that I was about to leave Game Pass. It's a pretty short one. It's called Omno. Uh it's basically there's ten different uh well, it, it's like a continuous game, but like there's it's subdivided to 10 different areas, and like it's kind of like you have to explore it almost like Assassin's Creed, like you have to find like the focus point, and then you have to find like three out of whatever amount of lights there are to kind of open the access to the next area. You have to like document creatures, there's like glyphs from the pat from past uh travelers you have to read. So it's it, there's no combat in the game, it's just pretty much exploring. For an indie game, it's it's really fun. Uh, it was a good good four or five hours. I think it only took me three actually, but yeah, I, like I had on pause for that long at least, like doing other things. But uh, yeah, played through that. Um, played some DVD with you. Got really salty as usual. <laughs> uh, let's see what else. Um, I watched uh, the Bob's Burger movie. I have never seen a Bob's Burger episode, so a lot of the characters were lost to me. I'm not sure who's like a regular and who's not aside from the family. Because like that that one guy with the with the hat and with, with a very scruffy face seems like he's like a regular there. That's that was my impression. Yeah, I don't know his name. I don't okay. watch TV, so I have no idea who. About other than the main character cast, I don't know anything about. Well, them. the series is on. <laughs> it's on Disney Plus as well. It's not just uh, the movie, but yeah. Um, That's I, a Disney I, thing now. Yeah, it's on Disney. No, Bob's I mean like Burgers Disney owns. Disney. Well, it's on it? Disney Plus, oh. the show and the movie. So, hmm. yeah. So apparently, Tina's played by a guy, and so is the mom of the family. I I think Lorraine, or I I don't even know her name. So, the only person's name I know is Bob. <laughs> That's it. So, yeah, it was okay. It was it was good. I watched over the course of a week while eating during lunch at work. So, I watched it off and on over the course of a week. It was okay. 
Um, God, I haven't really done that much this week. What else have I done? I know I did other things, but I can't think of anything right now. Um, yeah, that's about it, honestly, I think. Just uh, Greg's and DVD got my... Got everyone to tier one who was level 50 for me before the patch. Because I never prestige anyone before the patch. I just got them to level 50. But now I should have prestige because, yeah, they will have lost their items and all their perks. But, like, I had enough killers and survivors that, like, they could have covered each other's bases. I would have to grind for items still. But the perks themselves, I, I like, I had, like, a, I think I have, like, eight survivors and 10, ten killers who are tier one right now. So... At least I would have had some good perks, you know. I would have been able to have like a decent build either way. So, kind of regret not doing that because now, behavior said that oh they're doing this to reduce the grind, but now it's even more of a grind, because now you have to prestige, and the blood web is like like you know towards the end the blood web's like you had like four different perks and like pink items and like there's a huge blood web at level fifty. Now you have to when you restart your rank, which you don't have a choice. It's like you have to build up to that point, you know. Like the level one blood web is like four nodes every time, with mm. like some brown add-ons, and that's it. So it's kind of like, yeah, it's kind of. I'm not a big fan of this update. I think it's going to increase the grind because I have a bunch of rank one perks, but they're only rank one. But to be fair, some perks are are good enough for rank one. You don't really need the other. You don't need the upgrades like. All the exhaustion perks, all they do is like it goes from sixty seconds cooldown to fifty to forty, right? Yeah. But if you're on the hook, it doesn't matter after a chase. It's gonna recharge either way. But uh what else? Yeah, um I think that's about it. I didn't really play all that much, I don't you think. I just wanna uh talk about the DLC for Final Fantasy, or are you, you gonna wait till you're finished it? Oh, that's right. Yeah, I I, I... God, I forgot. Yeah. Uh, so I did play on stream last night uh, the new DLC for Strangers of Paradise, Final Fantasy Origin. Uh, the, the DLC is called, uh, what's it called? Trials, Trials of, Bah of Bahamut, I think. Yeah, Trials of Bahamut. So surprise, surprise, Bahamut's in the game because he wasn't in the original uh, game, which if you, you know, this game is based off the first Final Fantasy, so obviously that was a kind of a point that was missing, but yeah, uh, the the DLC starts off right where the cutscene of the original game ends. So the Warriors of Light, before them coming to face Garland on his throne, and mm. the, this and this kind of expands upon that. So like he he kind of with this like pow, like almost like Dragon Ball because it's like you know Chris Sabat is is uh, chaos, or no, sorry not chaos Garland like with the armor. Yeah. So he's he's like, you know, it, it's Jack talking obviously, but. Uh, he kind of like powers up and like all the other warriors of like a throne except the original warrior like the final fantasy one warrior of light like mm. the warrior class he had a white mage with him he had a dragoon which was not a final fantasy one nope. and he also had another class from fall that was not a final fantasy one i forget what it was i i, I called it on the stream immediately i'm like oh the, so the warrior has the white mage dragoon and the and i said even though the, the dragoon and the are not canonically in the game yeah uh get back to me on that one or I'll, I'll i mean i'll have to get back to you on that one uh which class it was but i'm like okay that's pretty interesting it wasn't a black mage it wasn't a thief it wasn't a uh red mage it wasn't a monk but it was a, it was a class that was not in the game but anyways uh so yeah the first thing you do is you fight against the warrior of light oh that's the first thing okay that's the first thing but you can't lose the fight 
but I, I just, but that's the next fight I'll have to do. So the bad thing about this DLC, okay, well, there's they introduce a lot of stuff, and as usual, as part for the course of this game, they don't explain it very thoroughly. They give you like three three pages of menu tips to read through, but they, they it doesn't it doesn't explain it very well. That's like <laughs> I'm not surprised because that's that's the whole game. But anyways, um, so they introduce a new currency called Dragon Treasure. And you can only get this new currency on the new difficulty, which is called Bahamut difficulty. So when you play through the game originally, there's three difficulties, normal, sorry, easy, normal, hard. And then once you beat the game, chaos difficulty opens up. And that's the only way to get the best equipment, which is up until this point, item level 300. So on the, with the Bahamut difficulty, the highest item level is 400 now. And it also increases the difficulty again beyond the chaos difficulty and enables the collection of this dragon treasure. So you have to play through the hardest difficulty. Now, I think the game developers realized, hey, people may have only played through on easy for the, to the base game, and we're forcing people to play through the hardest difficulty. So if you go, if you're an easy player, you're forced to play on the Bahamut difficulty. So you have to go like easy, normal, hard, chaos, Bahamut. Yeah. And I think they they realized, okay, maybe not all our players who bought this game are capable of doing this, but they still want to play through the DLC. So what they did was they added, an it's called an extra mode. It, this is only available during single player, but it essentially gives you infinite MP. But there is an ability in one of the classes in the game that you unlock towards the end, which I won't spoil, uh, that gives you, that uses your MP as health. Right. So essentially god mode in this game as long as long as you remember to keep, to keep the buff up which is not difficult you're essentially playing with god mode but you get reduced i i never played through it so i can't say i don't plan on playing through it that way so i can't say how much of a reduction loot you get but the game warns you hey you're not going to get like a lot of the good loot and, and what you do get will be reduced like hardcore like you're not going to get hardly anything mm. but yeah um so you talk to the Bahamut a little bit. That's after the fights. You you get to know him and you know apparently he's a god. And I called this out on the stream, Chris. I said, "Wow, up until now, Fall Fancy Ten Bahamut was the most badass, but now this version of Bahamut, his his character design, I think is the best one I've ever seen for Bahamut in any Fall Fancy game, which is surprising because it came it came from a spinoff game. But yeah, his wings are kind of like almost think like a Gundam, like you know, like the Gundam." wings and then like kind of like there's like four different individual footfalling blades behind them on each side so like eight blades yeah. it's 10 i think it's i think it's only four per side so it looks really cool and like they can like expand and contract on their own and yeah he, he looks really cool i i think so at least um yeah i said you know this is looks this is like a very close it's a very close race but i do think i prefer this one over final fantasy 10 bahamut so bahamut final fantasy 10 obviously looks like a little like He's not fully organic. There's like some mechanical components like behind him, like that big wheel, for example. Yeah. You know, and like when he goes like this, he's like, you know, sub sub segmented. He kind of looks he's like partially machine. But no, this Bahamut looks like hundred percent organic. I think that's why I like him better. So uh anyways, so the bad thing about this is you have to unlock conversations to unlock missions. And there's like I've not even done the conversations yet. I know I'm close to the end because I looked it up after the stream ended. But there's like three different pages of conversation and each page has four or five different dialogues you can have with them. So I went through the first two there's four in the first one, five in the second one. And I'm on the first, the third one, there's only four there. Um, and each time you get to the end of a, of a section is when a mission unlocks, but the game will tell you, Hey, 
you talk to Bahamas for the first time, go get 30 dragon treasures to unlock the next dialogue. Mm. So the game forces you to play Bahamut difficulty on missions you've already completed to get this dragon treasure. There's no other way. You see, so you have to, to just keep grinding them. <laughs> yeah. Until... So you have to go back. Yeah. So yeah, you have to go back to uh, like missions you've already played and uh, grind these dragon treasures out for Bahamut. Oh hey, thank you, thank you for the raid, Libby. Thank you so much. Appreciate Thanks. that. <laughs> uh, it is very appreciated. Uh, but yeah, it's when going through on the other difficulties. Do you still go through the story again, or like especially on this one, or is it just go grind? Yeah, so you can. You have to go grind. That's that's the one thing I hate about this game. Like you have to. Well, the DLC is like you mm. have to go through previous missions and play through them again and it's just a massive grind fest so yeah that's uh it's a, it's a little ridiculous because like you keep having to do this because it'll say hey you need 30 dragon treasures to unlock the next dialogue oh you got 11 dragon treasures from this mission do two more so fortunately i grinded on chaos difficulty a lot before uh well like on my stream like for the base game so mm -hmm. I did that. So I was very well prepared. I could handle like the the, the uh, yeah, higher difficulty. So I did that. I grind the treasure, and that was it. Like, and then oh, you talked to Bahamut. Now you have to unlock forty treasures to unlock the next dialogue. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. So, was, just... so they didn't design the DLC. It's a very end game DLC. So I'm still playing through it. The next fight will be against the Fall Fantasy One Warrior of Light. Uh, I think I can. I think I can beat the rest of the DLC in the next stream. But I kind of looked ahead. So it, is a bit of a, it is a bit of a grind. The other DLCs are continuations from this, right? Or are they different? Do you know? Uh, this is the only DLC so far, so it's hard well, to Well, I know that they've kind of said that there's going to be, what, two more? I don't remember if they've ever if they said what the names of them were or if they said that they were going to be continuation trials. I don't know. Anyway, as long as it's good and you're enjoying, enjoying the game, that's what really matters, right? So... Mm -hmm. Because I know if I was to play, I don't know if I'll play on the hardest difficulty. I'll probably try it. If I don't like it, I'll just drop it down because who cares? As long as I get the story, that's what really matters to me. But yeah. uh, I'll, I'll probably pick it up when it's cheaper. I just don't want to spend that much money. I've already got fucking Digimon coming out in like two days. And I'm definitely picking that up. And the Pokemon game will be out in a few, three months or whatever it is. So I'll be the, picking uh... that one up. The, the main next mainline series Pokemon game? Yeah. Should be out oh, in, I, I, I think, uh, November. I think that's normally-ish when they come out. Is, is this a new one or like a remake of a previous one? No, new one. The uh, okay. Sapphire. Is it Sapphire and... No, Sapphire no. I thought was already... Sapphire's, whatever the new ones are. The, the ones with the legendaries that look like motorcycles. And the uh, green cat. Oh, right. Right, right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that one. And the duck with the pompadour. I might have yeah, to go which, with <laughs> which. Which one are you choosing? I have to see their other evolutions because if Duck with Pompadour doesn't grow up to be some, some, uh, some what do you call it? Some delinquent-looking guy like someone who belongs in a Yu Yu Hakusho or or a uh, or a JoJo anime, then I don't know if I could go with him. Yes, <laughs> I like Pompadours, but I usually go with Fire type. And I don't know if I want Apple Gator as my fire type. <laughs> I really gotta see what their other evolutions look like. <laughs> I've, I've almost always chosen fire ever mm. since 
red because Charizard, in my opinion, is still the greatest Pokemon of all time. He's my favorite <laughs> part. Yeah, anyways. Uh, but the one time I did uh, break that was when I played, I think it's XY. Had, uh, I forget I forget the, the, the base form, but Greninja. Fro like, froggy or Froppy or something like that. Like the Ninja Frog? Yes, but like the base the base version of i don't I remember what, what that was called. yeah i'm like i'm like okay let me look at the let, let, let me look at the adult versions of these pokemon and i saw i saw greninja i'm like oh my god this is the best pokemon <laughs> well aside from charizard this is the best pokemon i've seen that water dark pokemon that like uses its tongue as like a ninja that uh pokemon has got is in ash's team i think in the tv series yeah so apparently i, I looked i looked into Bulbapedia the other day and apparently i think i already mentioned this in the podcast but i'll say it again Maybe. um apparently green ninja in the games has an evolution that's entirely unique to him that's based off the anime yeah i think on that's ash's what you said evolution so that's i never seen it i don't know how it looks like so that's kind of news to me yeah i don't remember i'm pretty sure i've seen it i just don't recall what it looks like oh uh i guess one thing i did see before we go on if you're done that is yeah i think yeah uh, so. one thing i did see before uh before we go on here is i seen some like behind the scenes stuff of the uh what show is it it's not netflix one piece Although I did see stills of that, of the one ship from that. Uh, Netflix's uh, Fist, not, not Fist and North Shore. God, I'm glad they're not doing that yet. Um, uh, what's it called? We saw it with the Knights of the Zodiac. They're doing live action series of that. that. Oh, wow. Really? I saw some behind the scenes like uh, in like of them doing some of the combat and stuff like that. And I'm looking at it going... I don't know. I mean, Knights of the Zodiac isn't exactly set in an era. Like, it's always set in different eras, right? So, you'll have, like, modern technology and with cars, but they're fighting in ancient temples and stuff like that. So, I'm like, it makes sense, but I'm also looking at bits of it going, I don't know. <laughs> like, I'm still on the fence. I have to see it when it's finished. But I'm definitely going to watch, need to watch that because I like don't Knights worry. of the Zodiac. I'm sure it'll be as good as the Death Note movie. On Netflix. Yeah, and I as good so. as Avatar The Last Airbender, whenever that comes out. Because oh, the that's... first episode of that script sure didn't sound like ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and oh, I my guess... God. Uh, oh, they also... What... Did I tell you? They have the... Um, Netflix has shown off the four main cast members for the Yu Yu Show live-action TV series they're doing. No, you'll have, to, you'll have to show me that after. I don't know if I... Well, they don't look awful, but they also don't look great. Again, it's another one of those we have to wait and see when it comes out because they've been only a couple of stuff that they've done have been pretty good and the rest have been mediocre to not good, right? So mm -hmm. we'll see how these other three shows turn out because One Piece is actually a lot. These are all three of these shows I mentioned are fucking shown in anime. So <laughs> I'm sure that'll go, that'll turn out well. <laughs> Yeah, so I guess the last thing I will mention is, uh, well, we watched some more Demon Slayer. We did, I want to oh. say, the first half of the entertainment arc, and it's been really fucking good God, so far. Demon Slayer Although, is so good. Yes, I think I think we'll finish watching the second half, hopefully, of the entertainment arc tonight after this. So we'll let you know what we think. And and once we're done that, I think we were caught up. I think uh, that's the end of season two for Demon Slayer. So I we'll think have to wait so. For season three. We'll be we caught so. up on like three or four shows that we have to wait for the next seasons of. 
Yeah, Why right? Hero, what? Demon Slayer, JoJo. Yeah. I think I'm missing and one. Attack on Titan. Attack on Titan. Right. The final season, part three. It's like, oh my god, just make additional <laughs> seasons. Why do you have to wait six months after or between each part? Like, I, mean, I don't mind. I don't mind the wait. It's that they keep calling it the final season, the final season, part two, part three, and this might be the final, final, but we'll see. And Chris, you you will remember me saying this to you at the time. I said when they announced that the last episode, or sorry, the last season, season four is going to be called the final season. I I even told you and Ryan that at the time. There's like I I read through the entire manga. I can tell you right now, there's they cannot squeeze the rest of Attack on Titan into like one season. Into one season, I said that. yeah. I said that, and then they said, and then I think at the end of the final season, they're like coming soon part two to the final season i'm like oh my god well it's, so it's, I guess like, it's like it's like around that i mean it reminds me of fucking assassin's creed was it part two or part or assassin's creed two or three when they're like all right we got the third game out part two of number three then part three of three it's like fuck off just make one game or call it something else give it a subtitle something but uh uh what do you call it they didn't do that attack on titan they didn't say it was uh they just call them part one and part two, part three, which they are supposed to be one whole season, but because of the big gaps, it doesn't feel like it. So it's just a, a, a knife in the wound <laughs> when yeah. they keep doing that. Uh, I wonder which one of those are going to come out first. My hero is supposed to be out, I think, uh, for the uh, either third, either for winter or for fall season, I think. Okay. Could be so, wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's what one I heard was supposed to be out next. Don't know about the others. I think JoJo was said either late this year or it's supposed to be out next year, but I believe next year. I don't know about the other ones. I'm looking forward to all of them, honestly. Especially JoJo. Like, I want to see... Because apparently there's some controversy. Not not with the anime, but with JoJo... That, like, that, like with Jolene's chapter. Oh. What happens then. I can't wait to get to see that and i want to see the next season after that i heard that are one they just... making another jojo after that For the there is another jojo so they will do another one eventually right i hope because it gets even wilder after that i think that's what jojo is that seal ball run and i heard that's the best jojo season in the manga hmm. or uh, jojo arc anyway i don't know what's, i've been trying to stay Lins? away from spoilers so what's jolene's called again uh what the fuck was it because her it wasn't seal ball run for her, or was it no no not not for her what was jolene's i don't remember what jolene's season was called that one is it's okay well i'm we'll missing it next week <laughs> but yeah <laughs> we'll find out for next week all right i guess we can move on to the news it's going to be a quick uh second half of the podcast here for the news we don't have much to cover this week not really too much going on in the gaming world yeah at least for stories we wanted to bring up yeah uh, so let's see, where shall we start? Well, we'll, we'll start with this, since um, this is some... It's not gaming news, but I think it's worth bringing up. So, like a quick update? Yeah, so um, the MCU boss, well, if you want to call him that, but like the guy in charge of everything, Kevin Feige, or how do you say his last name? Feige? Feige? Anyways. I don't know. I've never said it out loud. I've always <laughs> read it. I've never had to see it. It's, it's, it's one of those words that were like you, you read all the time, but like when you actually have to say it, you're like, oh, I don't know actually how to say it. But yeah, well, it's a last name, right? Names can be very 
they don't have any rules yeah right? anyways i guess <laughs> uh, anyways so uh the head honcho at the mcu announced uh today uh not today but over the last weekend uh, it's comic con i think yeah it was a comic con i'm trying to remember which one but it was a comic con um the rest of phase five and then phase six even the one after that so phase six is only going to last a year apparently so that's what? that's a little yeah that's weird <laughs> yeah it's very weird but phase five, now they've they've okay they've always said the first three phases were like the, the whole thanos thing i forgot the name of it i'll have to uh yeah, like the infinity, infinity Stone saga essentially yeah. and this phase they finally like coined a term for it and now it's called the the multi universe phase or something like that the the multiverse phase i think mm, all right yeah the multiverse saga there we go so yeah um I mean, it makes sense, I guess. Like, they're not wrong, but at the same time, I'm like, oh, we're in Phase 5? Where, where did Phase 4 start? Because I remember the the, the new Spider-Man movie, the, the newest one, I believe was the first movie chronologically after the last Avengers movie. So that would have been the first one for Phase 4. And the, the newest Doctor Strange movie came out pretty recently. And I thought we were still in Phase 4 because it, it ties in with that Spider-Man movie. So apparently we're already in phase five, which I did not know. So. Yeah, it doesn't help if they, if they want to have phases that they don't put out like a... I guess, you know, instead of... Without saying the names of the of what movies are coming out, they didn't say how many movies or series are in each arc or how many years each one's supposed to be. So that's, that, that does lead to confusion to people of, wait, we're already done? Yeah. <laughs> so And like, this is... Look, like I, I'm a massive MCU fan. I've seen almost every movie. I haven't seen the new Thor movie yet. I will though, uh, at some point. But um, anyways, like to me, I even called in my own head, like, oh, like as soon as the last Avengers movie happened, I'm like, we're never gonna be at this height in terms of the MCU ever again because these are all the characters, and you know we've lost some of them along the way for various reasons. Mm. And now, and now they announced the last couple movies in Phase Six were going to be a couple of Avengers movies. I remember you asking me, Chris, when we talked about this off the podcast. Oh, are the Avengers back? I'm like, no, <laughs> this is yeah, news like, to everyone because it's of like, the name of it. I'm like, so who are they? Have they officially announced them? I was like, no, I'll just, I'll just leave it as it is and find out when. Yeah, it's announced. Like we, <laughs> we have no idea what's going on with the Avengers. So, yeah, because like, half example... of them either don't exist or aren't around or are part of the mm -hmm. multiverse, so I assume. So And keep in mind, all these phases include the Disney Plus shows. So if I was just mm -hmm. going to give the example of the Hulk. We know the Hulk's still around. He's probably still an Avenger. But then we look at the trailer for the Hulk, and he's in it, of course, as he should be, right? Mm -hmm. That makes sense. He, and just like in the comics, the reason why, um, I forget, not Jane, what's her name now? I forget her first name. Bar no, it's not Barbara. Anyways, I, I forgot a name, but anyways, the reason why his cousin was able to do the same thing that he can do is because in the comics, at least, she had an accident and she needed a transfusion of some blood, like a relative's blood, and it was like, oh, take mine. Oh, yeah. you're, you're, you're a Hulk now, apparently. So, so basically... So that's how like that works <laughs> now. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Just get a blood transfusion and you too can have nuclear radiation <laughs> in your veins. No. Um, but uh, no, sorry, beta, no, no, gamma, gamma, not gamma. Nuclear. Why did I say nuclear? Gamma radiation is what I meant. Anyways, um, yeah, so that'll be interesting to see. Like, are they going to just recall all the old Avengers? Because 
I I know you haven't seen it, Chris. I know you don't have any interest in seeing it, but like we're we're pretty slim here at this point. Aside from Hulk, yeah. which again is I use Hulk specifically because it's not a spoiler for anyone because again, he's in the trailer for She Hulk. So. Yeah, Hulk is gonna be around even if it's not this same guy. Hulk yeah. as a character is someone who's <laughs> becomes one of the oldest living fucking mutants <laughs> in the comics at least. Next to in Wolverine. The- yeah, in the Marvel's Avengers video game, um, there's actually like a like a after the main story, there's like a kind of like a future part or like you know time travel and all that. Mm. You go and like um, so Hulk has turned into he has a new name now called Maestro. And yeah, he's that's like, what it was. He's like essentially evil Hulk who actually can talk like properly, like proper mm. English without like not saying Hulk smash. Like he can actually like talk without shouting and talk full sentences so he gains some intelligence and now he's like ruler not of the earth but like a good north chunk america. of america let's say north america or <laughs> at something least like that. yeah yeah so yeah that'll be interesting to see but yeah in terms of the adventures i don't know what's going on because i'll say this much except for the thor movie i said i haven't seen yet we're kind of low on avengers so obviously thor is still there obviously hulk's still there well, anyone else in terms of spoilers, I don't want to say because, but we're we're on pretty slim pick- like, pickings. Like, like we already have more than likely a candidate for if they want to do a new Captain America. They obviously have Falcon and Winter Soldier. Thank you. Let's go see Bucky's character. I just my brain farted, so they could probably put one of them in there, right? Jeez, uh, who else? Spider Man. You throw Spider Man in there, unless if he's doing something in the multiverse and. They can't, but you know they're going to have a cameo from some of the old guys. That if they're not in the movie always, they're going to have, you know, maybe some kind of cameo with uh, Pim. I don't know if he still exists. D- don't spoil things for people who haven't seen him, but, you know, they, they'll have their cameos. But who's going to be the main Avenger cast? I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah, they're going to have to really do, not in terms of time crunch, but in terms of storytelling. They're going to have to do some really some work in this next phase (laughs) some really heavy lifting in terms of storytelling yeah because they already have all the stuff planned out on in terms of movies and disney plus shows but how the hell are they going to reach two avengers movies back to back yeah but yeah they're going to be doing two in the next year right on two movies uh, no they're going to be not in the next year towards the end of 2025 so they still have I thought I heard. Years, I thought I seen someone than... post something on Twitter saying two Disney uh, uh, or two Marvel movies in one year, like WTF. Yeah. So uh, yeah, there are going to be two Avengers movies in the same year, but I think um, yeah. So it says here, um, in, at the end of twenty twenty five, two new Avengers movies: Avengers: The King Dynasty on May second, and Avengers: Secret Wars on November on November seventh. Twenty-five, both of those. Jeez. So it's 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 almost it's almost like the Infinity War. Uh, we had two Avengers movies back to back, but that was like the same story, obviously. Right? Yeah. One of them is like the whole culmination of the Infinity Stone saga with Thanos. Which, spoiler alert, in case you haven't seen already, you know he wins at the end of the first movie, and the second is like dealing with the fallout and and kind of like changing history and undoing his uh, damage. And kind of putting like the final nail in the coffin for Thanos and his threat, but this one I have no idea where they're going with this. Yeah, so I don't they, remember they, what they the Secret be... Wars was. Mm-hmm. If it was anyone else, I'd have really severe doubts. But considering 
how masterfully they put together uh, phases one, two, and three for the culmination of all the Avengers movies. I think there's like at least four Avengers movies. Like Avengers, the first one, then the Ultron one. Yeah, there's four. Then the last two, at least four. Uh, maybe I'm no. I think there is only four. So, yeah, considering how masterfully they put together everything, I actually have a lot of faith. Even though it doesn't make sense right now, I have faith it's going to make sense. Hmm. But we'll see. Yeah. Time will tell. We'll see what happens. It could be good or bad. We could. This could be another Marvel's Avengers, or this could be a Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, don't get me started on that. Uh, speaking of which, uh, I think I mentioned this, but like, yeah, that Obi Wan series really good. Watch yeah, it. you mentioned it. <laughs> you said it's good, so it's really good. Yes. Okay, well, that's it for that. Do you want to bring up the next one? I guess we could. Uh, so Minecraft. Uh, yeah, Minecraft. I guess Microsoft technically has finally put a their foot down and said what they uh, when it comes to Minecraft and NFTs. And are banning them from the platform altogether. Yeah, they they said that it doesn't add anything to the game, effectively, and they shouldn't be added into a game. Basically, it's for creativity and a game that children play. Is effectively what they said. Uh, they don't align with the game's values. Is how they had put it. There was they had put yeah. like a big blog post about this, and Minecraft in general. Which yeah, I'm glad um, for. The only thing I was going to add to that is like uh, Minecraft's slogan, it's even on the main title menu, is like play together. That's always been their slogan. They're all about in, uh, inclusivity and not excluding anyone. Yeah. So they've gone great lengths to promote that. But I just want a little caveat to the story. I feel like even if that didn't, if that was not the case, I still feel like this would still happen regardless. So, mm. so, there was the reason one of the reasons why they did this not just because of nfts but there was a community in the kind of minecraft thing that were trying to i guess make nfts from or within um minecraft so uh, minecraft has allowed people to monetize um their their minecraft servers so you could go in and you could charge people an admission fee or a fee to be able to access certain things in the game but Minecraft and Microsoft have always said you can't get people off from anything in the game with from a or with a pay toll. Everything has to be free for people to access. The toll should just be if people want to, you know, get extra stuff or whatever. But you can't say you can't access this part of the server unless you have money, right? They, you know, it everything has to be accessible to everyone. You know, play together, have fun. You know, that's the way it should be. But these guys were like basically turning parts of Minecraft into NFTs and like turning seeds or trying to sell seeds as NFTs, I think in the game. And they are upset that Minecraft and Microsoft are doing this and banning NFTs from the platform altogether and trying to gate off that section. They're trying to say that, I wish I could remember the name of the, of, of the group, but it doesn't matter because fuck them, <laughs> I think. But they're basically saying that Minecraft is um, not allowing the creativity of the users um, uh, through this game by banning NFTs. And NFTs help create creativity and expand the universe of Minecraft. When no, they don't. They put up a paywall in front of users and 
get it off to a um, to a community that has money and is trying to nickel and dime and put people into a fucking Ponzi scheme through goddamn NFTs in a game that's supposed to be accessible to all well, all people of all ages, children included, and people who have gambling addictions. <laughs> like mm. th these guys are. I don't know if they. Sorry, I was gonna say I don't know if they're gonna take them to court, but they actually changed what they're gonna do. They they say that they're they're upset with Minecraft and that they're gonna take their money and they're gonna make their own Minecraft game, probably full of blackjack and hookers, if it was up to them, <laughs> to quote Bender. But yeah, they said they're gonna try to make their own Minecraft game and will hold all the true values of what Minecraft used to be, but community and sharing, and and creativity, and it won't block people from from selling what they want at whatever price they want. Yeah, that was part of what they wanted to do. Uh, part of their spiel was all about selling stuff in that, but while also trying to say it's about creativity. The entire Minecraft game since it's been created, it's been a creative game. Your NFTs don't add anything to that. It only gets things off and requires people to spend more and more money on something they don't need. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah, uh, a bit of a mini rant because I didn't post that part on here. I don't think did I? Anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, so they put out a statement. Uh, I'm not gonna read the whole thing. I'm just yeah. gonna read a small section of it. They said blockchain technologies are not permitted to be integrated inside our our Minecraft client and server applications, nor may they be utilized to create NFTs associated with any in-game content, including worlds, skins, persona items, or other mods. So. They didn't explicitly say this in their entire statement, but the impression I got, and I'm probably wrong, but this mm. is just the impression I got was, I think they're going to program the game in such a way that's going to be not compatible with the, with the technologies that they're talking about, the kind of... Like the blockchain? Yeah, like like they're going to like specifically like make it so that it's not compatible with their game. I would some, some assume they're going to do something like that to prevent people from doing from yeah. being able to connect it to the blockchain. So I don't know how these because, guys were doing it, but yeah, I would assume so. Let's be honest. Minecraft is not the most uh, <laughs> intensive game. You know, it's a very simple, basic game. So yeah, so uh, it's by default. Yeah. <laughs> yes. By, by default, of course. So yeah, hopefully they can do that without much uh, legwork and yeah, protect their game and uh, not allow this bullshit of NFTs to kind of infiltrate their game, which is their full intention. So yeah, I can't wait to, to laugh at that other community when the game fails. If it doesn't, that'd be weird, but I'm sure it will. I'm sure. I'm sure they're not even going to get it off the ground. Let's be real. So well, we'll see what happens. Maybe. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I think that story is done. But we'll jump on the opposite spectrum of the NFTs. So yeah, Mojang kind of rejected NFTs, but guess what? We got uh, Square Enix. Good old Square Enix. Yep. Definitely, uh, they, definitely they spending. Embrace... Oh, go on. They want to embrace the NFTs. Yeah, I was going to say they're definitely going to spend that three hundred thousand dollars or three hundred million, whatever they spent. They've sold uh sold uh what are those two companies? The two North American companies. Oh, um, I know. Um, uh, Deus Ex guys. Edos and. Crystal Dynamics. Adels in uh, Montreal, they're definitely going to spend that money well by putting them into NFTs. And they're going to celebrate the Final Fantasy VII 25th anniversary by letting you buy some NFTs off them. I fucking yeah. hate this. So Yeah, so 
Square has always been interested in NFTs, but for example, Yoshi P for Final Fantasy fourteen, he says he has a lot of a lot of power. He's like, no, not for my game. Yeah, you can you can fuck off right at that shit. That's but not if a direct. Playing quote, but... thousand million, whatever that series is called, that game's full of NFTs. Yeah, Square has really, really kind of gone downhill yep. with their decisions. So um, they're releasing like. Uh... What was it? The a Cloud Strife figure from Final Fantasy VII in his, I guess, normal Final Fantasy VII uh, attire is part of the. Oh, which what was this one called? It's the same one as my uh, my Terra figure. Uh, I can't. My 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 mind's blank. Anyway, they're expensive, like uh, action figure uh, collection. Uh, Engine. No. No, no. They're they're. Uh, they're actually they're expensive like action figures uh, like collectibles, the they usually run about hundred hundred twenty Canadian right, uh, so that's roughly what I think it was like seventy to hundred American something like that, okay. so this figure is going to run hundred and thirty to hundred and sixty dollars American, and that's only because there's an NFT associated with the figure as well. So yeah, so you have to buy the figure with the NFT. It's a fifty dollar markup. NFT. Or oh a digital picture, and if I if I understood this correctly, all the NFT is is, and get this, it's of the stat of not statue, it's whatever you want to call it, statue action figure. Mm. It's of it's of of the toy you bought, in a digital format, even I, though you're holding it in, in your hands already. It's I not... believe so. I don't think it's a three D uh thing you can look at. It could be, but either way. You that's know, you're spending 50 extra dollars on it because it's buying, the 25th anniversary of this figure that has been probably looks a little different but cloud's been released like 12 different times in this toy line <laughs> like, buying something is not good enough nowadays you have to buy it and then you also have to buy the nft online for it having it in your hands doesn't mean you own it anymore apparently no i'm being i'm being very sarcastic i know but yeah it's <laughs> What a great way to celebrate Final Fantasy VII, which is a game about like corporate uh, dystopian right. future and greed, by having a corporation throw out an NFT that is known to like be very harmful to the planet and its atmosphere <laughs> for the 25th anniversary of that game. Like, I, I think I said that the wrong way, but sorry. And, <laughs> and if this is not a major red flag, I don't know what is, but um, even even before we can purchase this, there's already um, warnings. Mm -hmm around the code that comes with the figure. Um, and one of them says, and this is a, a direct uh, quote, in case the engine services become unavailable in the future, you may lose access to the NFT digital certificate of authenticity and digital version of the figure. Yeah, like, like they're what? not guaranteeing because engine, yeah, that's why you said engine. I didn't realize that you were talking about that. Engine is the the, the NFT, like, I guess, sites that you go to so you can view this or the guys who are just distributing it the square is only going through them to to distribute this they don't have any stake in them as far as we know they don't own the company so they can't guarantee engine will be around within a year or longer they can't guarantee how long it'll be up for and you could just lose access to your digital picture exactly and like <laughs> you're you're paying for this you don't have a choice it's part of the cost of this figure yeah i don't as so. far as i know there is not a version of the figure that doesn't have it doesn't have the uh, NFT, but I could be how 
there is a price hike on it. So I don't, as far as I know, you have to spend the extra $50 to get the figure, and it has to come with the NFT. <laughs> and we all know that Square Enix has to keep their sites up, just like that Fall Fantasy IX guy that on every page three times. Oh, playonline.com. Please go to playonline.com to learn more, even though you bought the official strategy guide for Fall Fantasy IX. Oh, that's fucking stupid. I hate that. I still have, I've got, I'm pretty sure you still do too, if you have it, the uh, fucking guide. It's like, oh, you go do the jump rope challenge and begin with Final Fantasy IX. If you want to know all the prizes you get, go to playonline.com. <laughs> and then you go, oh, nope, and you just go to gamefacts.com and you look up a guy that's already up and has everything listed there that you need because someone has already gone through the game and Gamefax is more thorough. Anyway. As someone, as someone <laughs> who really likes 100% all the games he plays, that infuriated me because I want to make sure that I wasn't missing anything. Yeah, along that's the way. why he so bought like, the guide. Oh, oh I, I missed this. Let me like go back to my save file from five minutes ago and redo this section sort of thing. Okay. But like, I have to go, I have to get up from my game, go on the computer, type in your code on playonline.com mm. and read something that should have been in the strategy guide that I bought. My that money. you have like, on your lap. <laughs> and like, like, fuck off. Yeah. And you're, yeah. That's, that's stupid. But yeah, I think this is really dumb. Like, I like the, the even though they're expensive, they're not that much more expensive than a lot of the Dragon Ball figures I've been buying recently. But like, them putting up the price hike for the NFT that I think a lot of people have already shown disgust and disdain that they don't want this, this type of stuff. And Square's like, nope, we're just gonna keep diving right in there. Is shows like a lack of, what's the phrase I want to say? Uh understanding yeah that's the best way to put it <laughs> lack of understanding or care for their um user base we'll say mm -hmm. <laughs> all right i think we're done nfts for this podcast that's that's not an nft news chris um uh, but hey let's stick but on hey the more enix nft train. news no i'm just kidding <laughs> no we'll, we'll stick to the square enix train so um Mm, yeah, yeah, so it's this it, is kind of old news in terms of uh, you know we we know that Square already sold off their Western Studios, Eidos Montreal, responsible for Deus Ex, and Crystal Dynamics, responsible for Tomb Raider. I think do they also make Marvel's Avengers? Uh, one of them did. I want to see was the Tomb Raider guys. I want to say yeah, I want to say it was Crystal Dynamics. I'm I'm pretty sure it was. Anywho, so yeah, the former boss of one of the studios, uh, the Eidos Montreal one. Uh, he came out and said, "Yeah, this is this is like a pretty much like a, like a ten-year-old train slow-ass train wreck happening because um, we all know that when Square Enix the last ten years when they came out with reports with Tomb Raider, they're like, oh, Tomb Raider made like so like you know millions of copies. That wasn't good enough. We're looking for like a hundred million copies. Like they had very unrealistic expectations, even though the game, which was a triple A game." made a lot of money for them it wasn't enough money it wasn't all the money for them so this is stuff that's been this is old news it's been like that for years but now you know mm -hmm. as we covered a few weeks ago they did sell their their western studios and as a result now as i said mentioned the president or for, was it was it the president anyways just... the, the head the head honcho of mm -hmm. one of the studios came out and kind of like spilled the beans and everything and how about it was such a clusterfuck there and there's bad communications and you know things were not done in good faith that sort of thing yeah. issues and yeah uh and 
yeah uh i don't think anyone's surprised by the story honestly it's good that they can actually open their mouth and talk out but yeah apparently this all has to do with um apparently sony is having their eye on square enix chris and Mm -hmm. however they're only interested in the square enix tokyo division they don't really care about the rest so i so yeah people he was comparing the the kind of like the the selling of these two sub studios away from square enix to kind of like having a garage sale yeah just get cheap and get it out of here yeah trimming the fat i guess pretty much what did you think about this yeah, this doesn't surprise me. You know what's funny? So they said in one year for the for these companies that they or for one of them that they wanted them to make sixty five million dollars, but apparently at the end of the year they were like sixty five million in debt, not in debt, but like below even the minimum standards. Which is funny if we were to think of like because you brought up Tomb Raider that sold maybe five to seven million copies, and that was considered a failure. Dragon Quest Eleven, in its lifetime, has sold six, almost seven million copies. We haven't heard if that's a failure or a success. Probably because it's a Japanese game. Exactly. Final Fantasy no. Fifteen sold about ten million. You know, a few million more than. Uh, I just said the name of it, the Tomb Raider in its lifetime, and that's considered a super success. It's one of the best-selling Final Fantasy games ever. But yeah, because it's not a North American studio, it feels like to me that they're like, well, because it's not Japan, we have to be harsher on you. (laughs) Like, in my my opinion, Deus Ex and uh, Tomb Raider specifically weren't going to sell Final Fantasy numbers. Square is known for Final Fantasy and RPGs. They're not known for these uh, other uh, other games that are popular, but not that popular. Like, you know, something seems to be off about their communication or what they actually wanted from each company, or they expected them to make games that are not that not what Square's known for. I don't know. Something mm-hmm. isn't clashing there with the Japan branch and everything else, which is what this guy was saying. <laughs> yeah, like the, the the Japan branch was being unharshly unfair. I think that's the correct phrase mm. to to the kind of western uh, yeah. sub studios apparently so. in like meetings they were they would say specifically about the western branches without actually saying it saying we've been disappointed with some of the games released by certain developers and stuff like that like being very passive aggressive i guess in a way without uh strictly saying uh i don't montreal you guys suck you guys didn't give us enough money <laughs> like without specifically mm-hmm. saying that like it doesn't it doesn't surprise me because apparently uh and this is not from me this is from people who have been in japan apparently and i, I could be wrong this is you know i'm not this is not pri- primary source material here but apparently japan is one of the most xenophobic countries in the world so it doesn't surprise me that like within like you know sony another japanese company has their eye on square enix and says oh yes you guys are good but we don't want the the crappy western studios even though they're they're making you money you know and uh, yeah, they as you said, they unjust unjustifiably pointed out, oh, these guys did not make meet our expectations, and they didn't mention the part that they still made a profit and a good profit too, and the game was a smash success. Like, I don't know how many millions of copies Tomb Raider sold, but it sold millions of copies. I'm sorry, like that's gonna make your company money. Like, yeah, I well, think like, Tomb Raider was somewhere so around seven. That? Yeah, 
but just because it didn't make you all the money that's why you're disappointed yeah it's it's obscene uh expectations for the games that still sold about as well as any of your other games excluding final fantasy right Mm -hmm. which for some reason even though like that's one of the best ones most of your final fantasy games sell probably around seven to eight million i think so which is still good (laughs) it's just extremely high obscene expectations and Apparently bad management and communications with all the different studios. Probably because they had no faith in them once one game got released. And they thought, this isn't good enough. Yeah. <laughs> At least that's the way yeah. I see that. I I think it's fair to say Square Enix can... Yeah, they're a bunch I, I of dinosaurs. I was going to say something more rude. Yes, <laughs> there we go. That, that's better. They're a dinosaur yeah, company you. and certain people in those companies should step down and allow... Maybe, hopefully, a more understanding younger generation take over. Because we you know it much more gracefully than I was going to. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Uh, 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 I will use the term dinosaur when I can, especially for some of these comp- for a lot of these companies, because it's a good way to put it. I think. I think so as well. All right, last Ooh, story today. Uh, this is something we've covered before, not for the specific organization, but it's it's not really news. Well, new, I mean, not news. It's not really new per se. But yeah, uh, so Gearbox, makers of Borderlands, amongst other games. Yeah. They just recently announced that uh, they're going to be closing their forums and they're going to pretty much dump all their forum-related stuff on Discord. Like, hey, here's our Discord server. Have fun. Do they have an official Discord? Because I read this and made it seem like they didn't have one. I could be wrong. Oh, no, they, they don't. They don't. Yeah. Uh, that, Basically, yeah. they're saying we're closing our forms. You have one month to save and document all the stuff in the forums if you want. And you could take all your discussions that and go to Discord. We don't have an official Discord, so have fun finding one. Yeah, right. And, oh, man. So, <laughs> like, forms are not the same as Discord. Okay, Discord is more of a chat client, whether it's voice or text. Mm. forums are more so made you can search historical stuff up that's yeah. that's the main difference you can see hey i'm having an issue my game crashes and you but can hey, get this, official this support game, yeah <laughs> i'm just playing this game for the first time now but it came out four years ago was this a common issue back then because mm. oh hey i just searched google and then this has actually happened to me oh hey i searched google and it'll link me to the forum and this person's having a crash and how to get around it or the fix or the reason why it's happening something along those lines and now you're going to lose a major part of that because you're not going to go into a, a even l- l- devil's advocate. Let's pretend mm. they have an f- official Discord server. Are you telling me I'm going to have to control F every channel just to find my issue? And most <laughs> of the time, my control F search is not going to even yeah, be remotely supposed to what I'm looking for. Because normal users on Discord can't just go in and make a separate channel and go, I'm having this issue. Please help me. Yeah, right. Like, are you going to seek out someone who's a DM on there? Or not a DM, uh, uh, a Discord mod. And PM him, DM him, and say, I'm having this issue, help me. Like, I mean, I guess you could go to Reddit and do that, but even then, you're you're mostly left up to users to help you find stuff. And most forms I found on Reddit uh, for having issues are, I'm having this issue, can someone help? The next three comments are, yeah, me too. And then two years later, there's a comment, uh, did anyone find out a reason for this? And some guy said, yeah, but I don't remember how. Good luck. Like, what an awesome form. You know, great, awesome official help here. Of we don't know how how we fix this lol, <laughs> right? But like, 
but even even that was somewhat helpful. At least you had that. But now going forward, yeah, you'll have no longer even to have that. You're gonna have available. to rely on that. There's no official support now. It seems because even if they had an official Discord, like we we're saying, how are you gonna get a hold of people officially? It's really stupid yeah. for them to be doing this. I don't think it takes a lot of manpower to run their their uh, help desk slash server like they uh sorry their forums. Plus, also running if it was the same person running the official, we'll say Reddit page, right? It's hmm. I don't think it would be that difficult to have a few people still running the that plus the forms. Like, what's the point? Was no one using the forms at all? Then I can understand closing it, but I don't think that's the case. Borderlands is a big enough game, and there are other games in the franchises that I would think the forms would still be used. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. I find that hard to believe, though. <laughs> Yeah, um, not really much to add to that. I know we covered this news story or something close to it quite a few episodes ago. I was it EA, EA forms, or was it some? I don't remember who, but I think I know what you're talking about. I just don't remember whom was yeah, doing something similar. This is it this wasn't riots. I don't think not right. Uh, no, I don't think it would. No, anyway, it wouldn't. I but think it's yeah, dumb shutting down your bad. Yeah, really stupid decision. They're probably gonna keep their foot down on it. Whatever it is, what it is. I mean, whatever. yeah. I mean, like, what what can you do? If they own it. They can close if they want. Not really much of a say, but you know, I think the more people point out, at least, at least they can, you know, eventually kind of look back and then say, yeah. See, if you didn't close the forums, it's you know, we would have had more help or, you know, whatever. You know, I'm sure they'll. Regret the decision at some point is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, it's it's possible. So we'll see what happens there. And I think that's pretty much it. But we do have one quick update before we end here. Uh, so okay. Vince McMahon from WWE announced on Twitter that he is now officially retiring. So he's out. Before, it was him temporarily stepping down, which is what we reported on before. Now, apparently on Twitter, he went out there, said the WWE logo, whatever, and said, thank you, WWE, and um, I'm out. After 77 years, I think it's time to finally retire. And I couldn't yeah, say, um, you're about 20 years too late. Get out. Get I thought out we covered time. this on the... Yeah, but this is an official... Uh, update of him saying he's retiring before it was him temporarily stepping down while his daughter took over now he's officially out get the fuck out Vince I want you gone never come back you're not wanted here yeah I, I like I know like I could be wrong but I remember uh, I thought I talked about that tweet last episode no this tweet was done like after like a day or two after I believe okay Yeah, well, because I know on the really show surprised. he came out, uh, on the show he came out and said that, and he dropped the mic and walked off. This to me sounds like you know it's a brief thing that he's trying to run and hide from the allegations. That already knows they're coming out, and at this point, it doesn't really matter, you know. Yeah. So, anyway, I think we're done. Yeah, I think we're done. Had anything else? No. No, that's it for me. Okay, Chris, we'll just wrap things up. So, where can people find you outside the podcast? Uh, people can find me here on where are we on Twitch? Jeez, my my, <laughs> my my brain just shut down again. On Twitch here, 
uh, at Prince underscore Kaboom. We'll do the podcast every Wednesday night, at Wednesday evening, around 6, 6.30-ish um, p.m. Mountain Time. And I'm usually on early mornings uh, a few days a week, like early mornings, doing some streams sometimes if I'm up for it. Uh, here, and you can find me on Twitter at uh, C Shebang. Uh, that's C-S-C-H-A-B-N-G. That's my personal account. I'll post action figures and stuff about Sentai and video games and whatever else I feel I find interesting on there. That's pretty much it. I haven't used YouTube in a while. On my YouTube, that's kind of dead. I haven't had time to do anything on it, really. So, but yeah, that's pretty much it. What about you, Sean? Where can they find you? Well, people can find me on Twitch and Twitter, amongst other things, on uh, Zorb underscore Zex. Um, on Twitch, sorry, on Twitch, I will be playing uh, tomorrow some Final Fantasy V, and then on Friday I'll be playing some. I'll be, I'll be having my Freaky Friday, so I'll be starting up FNAF Seven, aka Health Wanted, Knights of Freddy's Health Wanted. Um, so look forward to that. We'd love to have you there. If you'd like to chat, watch me play, it'd be awesome to have you. And I think that's about it for this week, guys. So thank you for tuning in. Uh, you'll see us here next week. And yeah, take care, guys. Take care, everyone. Bye.